This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey everybody, Carm here, Aftermarket Weekly. We're at Amton Auto and Truck in Kenmore, Tonawanda, New York. And it's the holiday. It's no doubt uh, that time of the year. Love the reindeers, love the big presents out here. And here we are into the customer waiting room at Amton, and there's Rachel. And hi, your name is? I'm Alicia. Alicia? Yes. Nice to meet you. There's Dan in the background. So, look at, uh, we've got a really cool uh, story here to tell you and a great shop to see. We want to thank Dorman so much for their support. Dorman Products creates hundreds of new automotive replacement products every month. Part of what makes Dorman so unique is their ideation of new and innovative products. They have dedicated teams all across the U.S., Mexico, and Canada looking for new product ideas. Since every solution starts with a problem, these teams of researchers, field analysts, product specialists, and contributors consistently visit repair shops and make field calls. Now, this is to best understand the problems the industry is facing. In certain cases, Dorman will manufacture aftermarket replacements so you aren't forced to go back to the OE. Other times, experts take it an additional step, further solving what made the original part problematic in the first place. Solving for a problem is what powers the innovation engine at Dorman. Dorman invests in these OE fix innovations to help you save time, your customer money, and prevent vehicles from coming back to your shop. Want to know more about Dorman? Visit dormanproducts.com forward slash tour. Here's the deal, Dan. I never knew that you'd have a mascot like this in your business. Guys, what is the skeleton about? Oh, he's your mascot, right? It started out as just putting one skeleton up one Halloween, probably 12 years ago, and they haven't left. We just added a skeleton bat. There were some other ones. And for some reason, we started putting all the holiday decorations on them. People like it. I love it. I we get it. our money's worth out of our Halloween decoration. It's so clever. I mean, it really is. I love it. So lots going on. Very festive here in the waiting room. So how long you been in business here, Dan? This location... 12 years? 14 years. Total 17 years. Total 17 years. Yes. Great business here. Rachel, service advisor, all around number two. Yes. And a um, girl. Been here for 12 and a half years. 12 and a half years. Yes. We have another mascot, actually, don't yes, we? Yes, we do. And his name? Uh, it's her. Her name's Maya, and she's hiding under the desk right oh. now. I could well, probably bribe her to come out later. Yeah, well, <laughs> we do want to see Maya. There, There she is. You know, it's big, animal-friendly businesses. People love them. Yep, we have treats for dogs, and we welcome them to come in here. Love meeting puppies. Nobody can be mad about car repair when there's a dog here. <laughs> no, I know that. Very good. Hey, let's go and uh, walk in the shop. Okay. Okay, we're in the shop here at Amton, and uh, he's hiding here behind me over here. He doesn't but, want to be on camera. No, he doesn't. But you know how important I have had interns in my heart. This is Nolan. Hello. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Good to see you. You know my son, don't you? Mr. Capriato? Yeah. Over at the school? Yeah, he's the guidance counselor over at the Ready Academy. Are you here with the Big Picture program? Yeah. Good. And so how long has Nolan been here, Dan? Since March. Since March. This year. And uh, Summer break, but then started back up in the fall. Yeah. You didn't come here at all during the summer? Did you forget everything you learned? <laughs> boy. He's very, very shy, and so we... Just appreciate him coming on and, and letting you see 
that internships are critically vital to our industry. The very young man, and uh, we're building an impression, and we're also teaching him something at the same time. So thanks for being here with us, man. Oh, wait a minute, your favorite tool here that you love to play with, or actually use? The Milwaukee drill. The Milwaukee drill, oh, that's easy. Yeah. How about the tire changer? Okay, yeah. You like the tire changer? Did you learn it really well? Yeah. And so every time we have a tire issue, is it Nolan who does it? I'd rather him do it. Ah, smart. Good. Hey, thanks, man. No problem. So let's get a tour. It's a beautifully clean shop, big. Let me see. How many you got? Five bays? Five bays. Uh, yeah. It's 4,500 square feet. Three twin post lifts. You obviously do fleet work here, right? Yes. And uh, how big is, what percentage of the fleet work? Probably 25%. All right. Um, that seems to be a number of guys. I would like it with. to be higher. Really? I would. Why? Easier to deal with. Yeah. How about getting paid? Easier to get paid. Ah, because you set that precedent up front. Correct. Cool. Is everybody paying with credit card or check? Uh, mostly it's credit card. I think there's one check company okay. still. You don't have to chase your money? No. See, that's the deal. That's but why cars don't leave without getting paid for, obviously. No, I, but a lot of but, fleets like to yes. flip, float well, money. Some of our big fleets are net 30, but they've been with us for years. We trust them, so there's no issues there. But new fleets, we don't do that for new fleets. They have to earn our trust before we'll do that. How are you getting new fleets, Dan? Random. Word of mouth or random. I mean, it's, we have a big door. Is usually the 16-foot door or the 12-foot door is usually an indicator. That and you do fleets, and so they come. Because they don't want to unload their vans because the lifts can't lift them. So that saves them time. That was one of the biggest things. Like, can you lift a van fully loaded? Most of the times, yes. Now, if we were doing this show in our virtual studio, I would have already introduced you. And I feel very embarrassed that we did. We came in here, played with Mr. Skeleton, and never really introduced Dan and Rachel. Dan Hensel and Rachel Barraclo, right here. So I finally did it with propers. Hey, any new equipment that you've bought lately? Since 2020, a new tire machine, yeah. new tire balancer, one, two, three, four YF machine. Ah. Those are the three biggest things. I mean, a lot of changes since 2019. So 2019, we went to Techmetric from Mitchell, okay. got rid of that. I think that was the three biggest things we bought in the last two years. Was probably those three pieces of equipment. You keep the shop real clean, real clean. I can't imagine the effort it takes each and every night to do this. I don't do it every day. Oh, you don't? Okay. I get lazy some nights. Did you do it for us? No. <laughs> yes. Okay. We have somebody that helps us clean. Um, a part-time guy that comes in a couple days a week and he helps keep it maintained instead of letting it nice. pile up. Yeah. So he's super helpful. Yeah. He was a shop owner up the street that retired 2016. So he retired. I've known him for 20 years. We bought his customer base, some of his equipment, and he works for me part-time. He works three days a week. He's here at 5 a.m. some days. You know, there's another really cool idea of what's life like after you sell your business or retire. Right. And just an old-school business, and he's early 70s, and he loves it, and it keeps him going. Before we turned the cameras on, we were talking about training mm -hmm. and a commitment to a training culture in your business. Now, Dan, we're in Buffalo. He will go to ASTE in Raleigh every year. I've been three times. Yeah. Two times? Two times? Three times. Uh, three. We didn't go this year. We didn't, we didn't go this year. We didn't go this year, but, but you, you've been three other times. 
We went to Tools a couple weeks ago yeah. in October so in here's Pennsylvania. The deal. It's becoming more and more important to travel to go where the trainers are and then try to bring them into your place, which I think is really admirable. There's a lot of that going on where a group of shops get together collectively, pay for it, trainers worth it. to come in. Absolutely, it's worth it. And we were talking about how to develop and build the training culture in your business. And that's 10 episodes right in a row in order to make that happen. And uh, unfortunately, in some factions of our industry, we don't have a good enough training culture going on where your people are dying to go to training. Some commitment. There should be some commitment. Yeah. And I, know, and I know you have that as an owner, and I know that we all try so hard to bring that to our team. So we're in the fifth bay where you've got a lot of the uh, equipment, as you say, the new balancer and the tire machine that Nolan loves. It's so refreshing to see a 15, 16-year-old young man. 15. 15, 15-year-old young man who gets delivered here uh-huh. by a school bus or yep. an instructor. A little van. A little van. And then they get picked up at what? Say noon. Two, noon. One. So he's here for there. a few hours. Mm-hmm. And he's learning. And you're, you're challenging him. Gets him out of, I think it's good for him. Like, just get you out of that, I'm in school. I think that not all kids are designed to be in a classroom setting. Some people thrive with a more hands-on situation. And in Nolan's case, he loves coming here from what he says and his instructors have told us. It's his favorite part of the day, the week. He loves it. He is not afraid to get his hands dirty. He'll do whatever we ask him to do. He retains the information really well. I just think it's a positive experience for him and us because it gets us to be able to teach somebody on a different level than normally you get a new technician in here and you just throw them in and say, all right, get started. But we have to teach him what we want him to do. And so I think it helps us too. Yeah, cool. Uh, So your fluids, here's what you do with fluids. Giant waste oil tank. Most of the guys locally will come pull it out. If they burn it, I don't burn it, which is fine. That's 500 gallons. Coolant gets recycled over there. These barrels are all the new oil, the different grades we have on hand for what we use. Synthetics in the boxes if we need those for certain issues. Whatever the car takes is what we put in. That's They don't really get a choice. Are you doing full synthetics for everybody? No. You're not? Yeah. Only with the oil tape? I, with the whatever the vehicle requires. Having newer customer bait, like we have a lot of newer cars. I'm not messing with their warranty, so they get what the car Got is it. required. Okay. And that's just what we do, and that's what I've done. Another fluids, I don't think. Yeah, there's some smaller fluids down there that we have for specialty issues like CVT transmissions and so whatnot. So the purchasing of the, of the new YF machine, was mm-hmm. that something that you felt you, you saw enough vehicles so that you, you had better wanted to purchase Saw it? a couple, and we got a pretty good deal on it. All right. And we bought that in the summer of 2020 as well. Oh, really? So we've had that since 2020. Those three things. We bought all of those things the same same exact time. Okay, great. So we spent a lot of money in 2020. Is uh, local shops know that you can do YF? They do, yes. Okay. A lot more guys are getting them now. Yeah. So It seems to be it is. The, the trend, but you were a person on the I was the one of the yeah. few that had it first, and I think we did one or two for a couple other people. Uh, we had like four cars that came in that we didn't realize at first we couldn't service them once they got here and having to ship a customer somewhere else didn't like it so after the fourth one we were like all right we got to buy something now so rumor has it dan racial that you have the best bathroom in western new york for your customers challenge accepted okay let's see it 
So in keeping with the theme of skeletons, <laughs> there's one hanging on the bathroom door on the inside. Hey, tell us about your bathroom. That's Dirty Steve. Dirty, um, dirty he, Steve. He lost his arms. But this is our bathroom. I decided that I thought we should have a nicer customer bathroom, even though it wasn't that bad before. This but I wanted it to be nicer. I wanted people to have a place to put their purse. Um, I don't know. This could be the uh, the nicest bathroom in Western New York. See, we have got to come up with the challenge. <laughs> yes, I put the challenge out to uh, everyone in, in Buffalo to who has stone wall. I mean, this is I love this. The old one had a roll towel dispenser, and people get kind of weird about that if they don't realize that it's new towel all the time. So we put disposable paper towels in. Don't get um, me started about the machines in the bathrooms. We were recently somewhere, you put your hands underneath to get water, you know, at these fancy uh, places, and you keep doing it, and you're not sure you're hitting the light right, and there's this guy standing next to me doing the same thing. <laughs> and I just said off the top of my head, there must be an algorithm in here pissing off the customers. <laughs> how many times do I have to? And then the same with the paper. Yeah. Yeah. How little rolls you get, how you have to do it twice, sometimes three times. And then in my head, I keep measuring what's the cost of the paper and how many people don't go to the three swipes on the paper. Anyway, I'm crazy in how I think. But everybody has that same, uh, yeah, three swipes of paper. See, uh, Dan agrees. Okay. Dan agrees, three swipes of paper. It's so festive. Oh, by the way, the smell in there is great. Is that pine? I don't know which one's in there right now. But beautiful, beautiful place, great business, uh, nice facility, nice and clean and festive. Well, thanks for being here, uh, Dan and Rachel. Thanks for uh, the great video, Trace, appreciate it. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time. 